good looking people. Oh, hi. I'm just having a look at all of you. Hi, hi. Yeah, yeah, good looking. Tell the person next to you, you're good looking. So, hey, 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 good looking. Hey, good looking. <laughs> Um, tonight is the, is the final night of our Blessed series. Um, who's been enjoying it? I have been enjoying it. I've been loving it, the Blessed series. And um, look, it's a, it's a real honor at any time to be able to share the Word of God. And uh, it's an honor again tonight. Uh, and, you know, in, in thinking about the times in my journey that I have felt most blessed, um, that, that's kind of what I've been considering. When, you know, when? When has it been that I have felt most blessed? When has it been that I have felt uh, that, that on, on the inside I am most content? And do you know, uh, when I think back truthfully and honestly, it's not the times that things are going well. It's, it's actually the times that things are really hard. And I, I, I kind of struggled with this because I think that, that kind of, it's opposite to what we would generally expect of life. You know, being blessed and living the blessed life, sometimes in our minds we make this connection that means that like life is good all the time. But, but quite honestly, in looking at my journey where I have felt the closest to God is quite often during the deepest struggles where I have experienced the incredible love of the Father has been when I've been on my knees and I've got nothing left and everything around me is not going right. But in and amongst it all, my God is there. And I experience and, and a faith rises up within me that is so contrary to what's happening around me. And it's in those times I know I am blessed. This hope I have, I am blessed. This faith I have, I am blessed. Oh, nothing can take it away from me. No circumstance, no challenge, no trial, no insult, no injury, no illness. None of these things can take it away from me. And it is most highlighted in the difficult times. I wonder, I wonder if that's why Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount, he says, blessed, blessed, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Come on, you've, you've got to understand if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, it's because there's a lack of righteousness in and around you, right? Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. Come on, if, you, if, if you're blessed as a peacemaker, there's got to be some kind of battle around you. These are not easy times, but Jesus opens up this message and He says, blessed, 
This is what it means to be blessed in the most difficult of times where you don't understand. Oh, blessed are you. Blessed are you when you struggle. Blessed are you when you see things are going wrong and there's injustice, but blessed are you because you will see, you will see the goodness of your God in the land of the living. Blessed, oh, blessed are you when people insult you when they persecute you, when they falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me, blessed are you. This is Jesus's definition of blessed. <laughs> and it's, I, I, as I had been mulling and chewing I, on this, I realized, well, yeah. Yeah, in the times that I was brought to my knees, He is good. He is good. He is so, so, so good. He is so good. And if there's one thing that I know, like I I, I don't know many things, but if there's one thing that I know, oh, I know, it is like a cornerstone of my life. God is good. He's good. He's good. He's good. No matter what I go through, He's good. He's so good. He's so good. You are good, good. Oh, you are good. You're good. Oh, you are good. You're good. Oh, you are good. You're good. I'm blessed are you sing it again you are good he's good whatever you're walking through he's so good you are good tonight for those of us who are walking through a difficult time, a challenge, a struggle, a trial. I pray tonight that our eyes would be restored and we would see, we would see in the trial your goodness. We would see in the challenge your goodness. We would know that you are our ever-present help in our time of need. You are present, you are there, you are Emmanuel, God with us. We thank you for your goodness. 
Come on, if you just need to see the goodness of God, you need to know the goodness of God on, on, on a greater level in your life, would you just confess, would you just declare tonight, oh, I wanna see your goodness, God. I thank you that you are good. You are good. You are with me. You are with me, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, can you say amen? Amen, amen. Thank you, team. You can take a seat. Fantastic. I am. I'm so convinced of it. I'm convinced that I'm blessed because God is good. Um, and it's a really simple and foundational truth for my life. And it's a, it's a, um, it's a truth that really has been the cornerstone of Many of the times when I have fallen down and any reason to get up uh, has only been, well, God is still good. He's still good. He's still God. He's still good. And because of that, I can get up again. That word blessed, blessed, blessed are the pure in heart, blessed are the peacemakers, blessed are those who are persecuted. That word blessed, uh, that Greek word, it means um, makairios. And that means to be happy or blissful, right? Blessed, to be happy or blissful. But it also means a self-contained happiness, right? So uh, the, 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 the Greeks, they called the island of Cyprus uh, the Happy Isle, or they nicknamed it like Makarios. Um, and they believed because of its geographical location, its fertile soil, its perfect weather, during the seasons, they believed that you could live on the island and never ever have to cross the boundaries of the coast because you, you, you don't need anything outside of that island. And that's what that word blessed means. You never ever have to go outside of the boundary of yourself to find happiness because blessed is something in you Blessed are you when you experience battle and a struggle and a war and you realize in you there is peace. I know the God of peace and peace is my God and peace is my guide and I know God. Right, blessed is you because within me, I understand, I have an understanding. I know I am blessed no matter what goes on around me. It is irrelevant when it comes to me being blessed. And I think, you know, I, I think this is a really important truth and we're gonna go to the scriptures tonight to one of my favorite, favorite stories. I have a lot of them. This is like one of my top fives. Um, and so tonight we're gonna go to one of my top fives in Luke and chapter five. And we're gonna go through just a few things around this idea, this truth of what it is to be blessed. Um, <clears throat> and what we're gonna do tonight, just so you're prepared, is that uh, we're not um, observing tonight in church, right? Tonight we're participating. So all the way through the semester, just while Ethan's staying up there. Yeah, thanks, Ethan. Because Ethan and I, we're, we're, we're going to minister tonight. And you as well. We, come on, we're going to minister to each other. We're going to minister together. Because blessed are those who, who, come on, we live in community together. We're not like coming into a building and like ignoring the person next to us, yeah? 
And then you got uncomfortable because I told you to tell them that they look good. And you were like, oh, I plan to kind of ignore them. No, no, that doesn't happen in church, it doesn't. Right, so come on, we're gonna participate together. And here's the thing, here's one of the reasons why I love church, and I think it's rather selfish sometimes, but I love church because when I come into this house, when I come into this space, I know that there is a greater faith. Like I know I have faith, but I love it when I come into the room and then Pastor Ed's here, because I'm like, yes, Ed brings his faith. Right, I love it, and then Leela's here, and I'm like, oh, it's gonna be great, because Leela, she brings her faith all the time. And I love it, because as I look across, there's so many people here with faith, and as I come in together, I'm like, well, look, if there's faith in the room, then I'ma get my breakthrough. If there's faith in the room, then I'll get my freedom. If we're all together and we're believing together, there's gonna be breakthrough, and I do not wanna be the person kind of sitting back staring and watching everyone else get their freedom, right? I wanna be, come on, see everyone just lean in. Lean in, come on now, lean in, do it, physically do it. Yeah, yeah, come on, lean in. I lean, I see some of you rather stubborn. (laughs) Not gonna do that, it's all right. Luke in chapter five, all of that preamble just to get you to Luke chapter five, good. Right, uh, the scripture's gonna come up on the screen and we're gonna read it together one day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on Him to listen to the Word of God. Great crowds pressing in. Yeah, see, that's why I did that before. Okay, next one, Carry. we're moving on. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all night and I didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let down the nets again. If we can just leave that scripture up, that'll be great. Uh, Master Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and we didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. I think in an effort to live the blessed life, we work very hard, don't we? We work very hard and I have no problems with working hard. I love working hard. Uh, But I, I, I think sometimes Uh, we can work hard and we can work in overdrive, that when we don't get the return that we thought we would get, there's disappointment. There can be discouragement. And when in an environment like this, Jesus might say, go out again. Come on, go out again. Go on, do that paper that you failed again. Go on, start saving again. Go on, go back to that relationship and try, try, try and restore and mend that broken relationship again. And in, in us, <clears throat> we say we can say things like that, like. Um, I don't know where you've been, Jesus, 
but I've been fishing all night. I've been trying my whole life. I've been trying to break free from this poverty my whole life. I've been trying to distance myself from my past and the things that disqualify me my whole life. I've been trying. I've been trying to make it. I've been trying to be good. I've been trying to walk out. This Christian, I've been trying. And you want me to go out again? And you know, tonight, I think, this is, this is why it is so important for, for us to believe in ourselves that God is good. Because if we don't, we never try again. We don't try again if we don't inherently believe He is good. Psalm 106 verse 24 and 25. Oh, it says this, the people refused they refused to enter the pleasant or the promised land for they wouldn't believe His promise to take care of them. They had access to it. They were able to get the promise. They were able to, to go there, but they, ref, they, they couldn't enter. They couldn't enter because they refused to believe that God would take care of them. I wonder if we find ourselves in those places sometimes where I can see what it is to be blessed. I can see what it is to live this life where no matter what goes on around me, in me, I, I, I have this stability and this foundation of faith that doesn't rock me with the storms. But it... Uh, I probably would go so far to say that it's really difficult to come to that place if you don't believe God is good. If, if life's experience is louder, louder than the voice of God. And I, come on, I understand the difficulty of that. I know the difficulty of that, where the reality of what we're living every day seems so contrary to the possibility of the promise. But just, just, Peter, just go. Just go out to where it's deeper. Go, go back to where you were. Go, go back and do exactly, I think sometimes we, um, we have an experience or we meet Jesus and then we expect things to be perfect straight away without failure or without, you know, tripping over a little bit. And I love it. I love it that Jesus was like, just go back to doing exactly what you were doing before. Go back to doing exactly what you were doing before. This time I'll come with you. Right? Go back to doing the fishing. Go back to doing what you were doing before. Go back to university. Go back to work. Go back to those relationships. This time, I'll come with you. I'll come with you this time. This time, I'm, and we'll see what happens. I don't know how many times I go and try and restore a relationship, but I leave Jesus on the shore. And then I wonder what happened. <laughs> I don't know how many times I go and try and attend to a failure, all on my own without Jesus. And Jesus on the shore, just anytime, anytime you want me to just jump on in there, Esther, I'll be there. 
right, then I gotta make my way back to the shore. Sorry, Jesus. Oh, I remember that you are good. I remember that you've never left me. You have never forsaken me. You have answered my prayer. You are faithful. You've been faithful before. You will be faithful again. Oh God, would you come into my life? God, would you jump into my boat? And let's go. Let's see what happens. They refused to believe his promise to take care of them. Instead, they grumbled in their tents. Instead, they grumbled in their tents and refused to obey the Lord. Um, I think maybe tents are man-made shelters and securities that we make for ourselves along our journey with Jesus, along our journey from Egypt to the promised land, right? And there's nothing wrong with them. Everyone needs a place to sleep. You know, it's good to have a job. Uh, But the trouble comes when the tent becomes our limit rather than the sky. Right? Because the promise to Abraham was just look at the stars in the sky. See if you can count them. And those, those, that's the number of your descendants. But if we stay inside our man-made tents, our man-made securities, our man-made ways of being blessed, our our man-made things, and that becomes our limit, that's all we see. We become whiny Christians. Whiny, complainy Christians. Why do we move around all the time? (laughs) Oh, it's so hard. I don't know if it's so hard. And I, I, I think all we need to do sometimes is just step outside of the tent and look, just look up. Just look up. Just Church, just look up. Just look up at the stars in the sky and remember He's good. And remember He's good. Just look up and, and, and you'll start to believe again. Just get outside of that man-made security, that tent, that job. That's a great job, but it's not your security. That's not the promise. Get out, come on, just, just, I'm not saying quit your job. <laughs> you gotta pay the bills. <laughs> but I'm saying, remove yourself from thinking that is what provides for you. God is what provides for you. Come on, step outside, step outside from that thinking and look up, just look up, look up, look up. And so, you know, tonight, um, one of the things that helped me look up rather practically, and this is uh, why I will often be emotional, uh, because I am, I'm, I'm just, I'm very aware every day of where I have come from. And every day, this is one of the things that helps me to get outside of the tent because I used to be someone else. I used to be broken. I used to be insecure. I used to be so, I I, I used to lack so much confidence. I used to never believe that God would have any time for me. And then I think of the cross 
I think of everything Jesus done, everything he did, everything he continues to do, that means I become the person I never thought I would become in a good way. And as I remember where I have come from, can I just say, if you've been a Christian for a wee while, just don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget what He has saved us from. Don't forget the goodness of our God. And when I remember, oh, I just, it's, that's just me stepping out of my tent. And I look up and thank you, God. You are good. Oh, you're never gonna let me down. You're always gonna be there. Come on, if you're here tonight and you need to get out of your tent, you know you've been a little bit whiny, right? A little bit complainy. And you just know, okay, I just need to, I, I know, I need, to, I need to believe again, I need to go again. It's been hard, I've been trying, but I, need, I, can, I, know, I can hear Jesus saying, come on, go again. Come on, go again. Come on, try again. Hope again. Forgive again. Give again. Come on, try again. Initiate again. God, come on, go again, go again. But, 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 but you're in the tent. Come on, tonight, in Jesus' name. Well, let's get some freedom. Let's get some freedom. So if that's you tonight, here's what we're going to do. Ethan's going to continue playing spirit-like. And if you, just, just here in this moment, if you know that's you, what I want you to do is just right now where you're seated, just think and just remember, remember. Remember what God has done in your life. Remember where He's brought you from. Remember the days before you knew Him. Remember what it was like to live without hope and without purpose. And now remember how good God is. Remember how you live now. Remember that you wake up every morning with new hope, knowing God's mercies are new every day. Remember, remember, remember. And as you do, what I want you to do, as you're remembering, I want a thankfulness, a gratitude to rise within you. Come on, saying, thank you, God. Thank you, God. If you wanna lift your hands, lift your hands. If you wanna stand up as a physical representation of I'm getting outside of my tent. Come on, we're participating and together in faith. If that's you, come on, lift your hand. Lift your hand or stand in the room and you say, oh God, I'm moving out of my tent and I thank You for Your goodness. I thank You, God. I remember how good You are. I remember where You have brought me from and I look up, I look up and I see Your faithfulness. I look up and I see Your goodness. I look up and I remember, I remember that You never left. You've never forsaken me and I move forward and I celebrate and I let a spirit of thanksgiving rise within me tonight in Jesus' Name, in Jesus' Name. Oh, You are good, good. Oh, You are good, You're good. Oh, 
come on, if you're responding, declare, you are good, you're good. Father, I pray for for all the hearts who are responding now. I pray that what will be released tonight is a spirit of thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, that what would flow from these hearts and what would flow from these lips is a spirit of praise, a spirit of thanksgiving that would know, that would know God is good. He is great. He is my strong tower. He is my refuge. He is my strength. That praise would flow from these lips. And as praise would flow, that they would have access like never before. In Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, great. The story carries on. And in verses six and seven, the scripture, oh, hello. Aren't they good? (laughs) Oh, they're so awesome. I'm just gonna pause for a second. I just wanna honor um, Sione. Where are you, my friend? Sione, where are you? Sione, ah, hi. Sione is incredible. He's a pillar in our family's community. One, oh, just one of the most genuine and nicest people you will ever meet. And it's such a privilege. He, he came and, you know, he auditioned to be in the vocal team, right? And he walked in, I was like, don't you have enough to do? You got three kids, you know? And I was like, I've got to have you on team. Do you know why? Because there's people like you, Sione, that, that remind me of the way to live life as a family, serving and building in the house of God. You are so, you're so awesome. We're so blessed. I love it, I love it. He's got three kids. He's serving, oh gosh. And oh, maybe we'll get a solo from you later on tonight, Sione. Oh man, he's got pipes, he can sing. Okay, okay, back to the scripture. Verses six and seven says this. And at this time, okay, so they went out again. At this time, their nets were so full of fish. Woohoo! right, that is the blessing of God. They were so full of fish. It began to tear. Right, uh uh-oh. It was so full of fish, a shout for help brought their partners in the other boat. And soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. Right, so really exciting and then really kind of not. Wow, this is so great, all of this fish. This is fantastic, also we might die. The boat is sinking, because Jesus said to go out deeper and there are no life jackets, right? And so that, and they begin to, do you know, um, I think one of the things that we may forget um, as, as Christians is that actually with blessing, there comes a burden. Right? Uh, it's really, it's, and it's logical because um, you can have the blessing of a paycheck but not without the burden of actually going to work, right? You can have the blessing of a marriage, but it's not gonna last long. 
if you don't carry the burden of working at it all the time, right? So blessing, it does come, it it comes with a weight. And I think sometimes God blesses us and we're like, this is fantastic. Oops, my nets are breaking. I'm not quite prepared for this. Um, What a fantastic blessing of a relationship, but I haven't reinforced forgiveness in my net. But I haven't reinforced communication in my net. But I don't have a reinforced preference of someone else in my net. And I guess I just have a streak of bad relationships. I think you might have bad nets. I think your nets might be bad. I know, I I think sometimes we need to understand that um, with incredible blessing, we need to ensure that our nets can carry it. Right? And it's, I think it's quite, um, it's quite obvious, you know, um, that while the nets are breaking, The scripture says a shout for help brought the other partners in the boat. It was James and John. So Peter shouts on out, "Eh, I need some help. My nets are breaking. The partners come and then both boats fill with fish and then both boats start sinking. And do you know what Jesus does? Nothing. (laughs) Maybe it's because he could walk on water. He knew he'd be fine, right? Jesus does absolutely nothing. They are sinking and there's blessing filling the boat. And Jesus just sits there. Yeah, let's see what's gonna happen. Let's see what he'll do. And I love that. I think it's a picture of um, the fact that maybe sometimes God will bless us with something that he will not carry and we cannot handle on our own. Right? I know probably all of the time that God has blessed me. I know. I have realized very quickly, I don't have the strength to carry this on my own. (laughs) And if I don't ask for help soon, I might die. (laughs) Right? And then it goes to a whole nother level when you have a child. Because if I go down, this child's coming with me which is a scary thought. And I, living this blessed life, what I want, what I want to say, and we're, we're gonna go into some ministry now, is firstly, I think people, um, I think people have thought, as I've been praying, I really think people have thought that something is wrong with them is why they can't carry the blessing of God. There's some, I am inherently broken. But I really just, I really just feel God saying, no, 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 no. Don't attach that to your identity. Just fix the net. Let me fix the net. Let me help you fix the net. Right? Don't, don't be so dramatic. (laughs) Which is something I think God often says to me. Don't be so dramatic, Esther. Just let me help you fix the net. Just let me give you some tools. Right? Those tools, they're like praise. 
Those tools, they're like worship. Those tools, they're like the Word of God. Those tools, they're like prayer. Those tools, they're like forgiveness and not holding on to offence. And God said, come on, don't attach that to your identity. You are blessed. Just let Him help you reinforce the strength of your nets. And you're not meant to do that on your own. Is that my baby? Oh, no. I was going to run. You're like, I'll take care of it. But you, you, you were never meant to do that on your own. So firstly, firstly, why don't you stand to your feet, everyone? So I want to pray. I want to pray for people tonight. Or actually, uh, Pastor Scott, do we have a prayer team available tonight? If you are part of the prayer team, could you just come on up right now? And if, you know, if you're a, um, oh, Oh, guys, our prayer team is stellar tonight. Oh, man, wowzers. Oh, it's going to be a good night. If you're a pastor or leader here and, and, you, and you want to join the, come on, join the prayer team. Come on. Yeah, yeah, full of faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the pastors and leaders have no choice, right? Oh, look at this, look at this. Church, are you ready for some breakthrough? Come on, can you let some faith build up in you? If you're, if, if you're here tonight and you know that uh, perhaps the blessing of God is, is seeming like it's slipping right through your fingers and you've been attaching it to your identity. Oh no, God must be angry at me. Oh no, my life, I, 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 uh, God, God can't bless me. He won't bless me. I wanna rebuke that lie in the name of Jesus. But I, but I also think it's important that you understand that, that we separate that from your identity. You separate that from who you are and then you allow the Holy Spirit to teach you, to disciple you, to walk with you every day. But also, I think people have gone and been blessed by God and your nets have torn and it's been hard and you haven't had anyone close enough to hear your shouts for help, which is important, right? It's James and John, they had to be close enough to Peter. So when Peter shouted for help, they could actually hear. This is the wonderful thing about e-groups. It means people are close enough to hear your shout for help. Anyway, but if you're here tonight, one, you know the nets have been broken, or two, you feel, you feel really there's a loneliness. And you've been going at it alone and doing it alone and uh, fishing, trying on your own. Really tonight, I, I really want you to come out of your seats if you're either in either of those two groups as the team lift up some worship. And as they lift up some worship, would you come out of your seats and come down the front and we're gonna minister. Yeah, we're gonna minister to you. So come on team, can we lift, can we lift up some worship? Come on out of your seats. And there's many pastors and leaders here who are willing to pray for you. Yeah, good, just come, just come, just come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your goodness, God. Oh, we're not alone. We're not alone. You are with us and you've placed community around us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're good. 
come and reinforce some truth in you, to reinforce His love in you, to strengthen your nets. nearly sinking, Jesus, Peter got afraid, and Jesus said to him, don't be afraid, from now on you'll be fishing for men. And then verse 11 says this, and as soon as they landed, they left everything. They left everything. They left everything and followed him. They left everything. Do you know what they left? They left boatloads of fish that would have been equal to so much resource. It would have been equal to the blessing that the world can offer. But they left everything and they followed Him. And I love, I love the thought. I love the thought here that what happens, how do we live this blessed life? I think one of the keys is at some point, we got to leave everything. Hey church, we've got to leave everything and follow Him. We've got to be bold in our belief that there is a boldness that we leave all things behind and follow. Now here's the thing. Can you imagine if Peter took fish with him as he followed Jesus. Oh, probably be fine for maybe one hour. I think after three or four hours, Peter would smell, right? It would start to stink a little bit. I think after a couple of hours, maybe even some days, the fish that Peter might've wanted to take with him, he would've started to stink. And I think it's a great lesson for us to learn that when we follow Jesus, it's important that we leave everything behind 
and He is our first and only priority. Yeah? He's our first and He's our only priority. It's not that those other things aren't good. Oh, it's good. Oh, money, great. Approval from other people, yeah, cool. Uh, Social media and likes, whatever, awesome. Good on you. (laughs) But if we don't have the ability to leave those things behind and follow, we carry with us the stench of trying to live in two worlds. We carry the stench of indecisiveness. But here's what I know. I know when we take a risk in faith that God blesses. And I think, I think tonight it'll just be good. If there's things we have picked up with us that really need to be left behind, I think tonight's a good opportunity to say, man, I wanna live this blessed life. I'm happy to leave it behind and follow Jesus. I'm happy to leave it behind. The accolades of this world, I'm happy to leave it behind. A full bank account, if God asked me to give it all, I'll give it all. I'm happy to leave the need to have money at my fingertips all the time. I'm happy to leave that behind. My priority is following Jesus. So tonight, if that's you, and you know you need to leave these some things behind, what I want you to do is the, as the team lifts up again, I'm gonna hand it over to Pastor Scott. It's just where you're standing, you say, God, I'm giving it all to you. God, I'm leaving, I'm leaving these things behind, the things that were previously my preferences, these, the things that were my tent, that were my security. I wanna leave those things behind and I wanna follow you, Jesus. I wanna follow you with all of my heart. So if that's you in this space, why don't you just lift your hand and say, yeah, God, I got, I'm leaving things behind and I'm following you forward. I'm following you forward into blessing in Jesus' name.